to, to finish that point, like, so, so you, you, you got these nodes and, and like, so what they would do is they would use the amplification of these energy lines, plus the structure of those things, plus the, the synchronistic resonance between like what's going on in the temple and the heavens, like, as in like the astrology and the stars and stuff, and then pointing to a, to a reality that connects to all of them in the, in the inner planes, like at the archetypal level. And so you're connect you're connecting with that sort of like uh, as above so below as within so without principle. You're connecting with the earth energy lines. And here's the key thing that all the scientific materialist reductions people will miss. You then use the inner planes. You arrange the psyche to the to have those elements plus other ones, I guess, together in order to change things in the inner planes to then change things in the manifested world and other expressions of the psyche. And that's low resolution. And we're still working stuff out, but it's a lot higher resolution than most people understand. And it's enough to get started with. And um, so if you just took those like seven or eight points that I made there, you could go to your own sacred sites and you could start to work with them in a meaningful way. Yeah, 100%. I love that. And uh, it's, yeah, it's really powerful um, message and reminder for us all. And I love one of my um, favorite astro astrology teachers. Um, you might know Santos Bonacci. I love his, his work in really looking at um, the ancient, you know, this is an ancient science is astrology because the ancients knew about this and wrote about this. And he, he, um, he done a lot of the conversions of the texts and the books that they, um, these astrologers presented to the, the the empire kings and queens and whatnot and what he what he suggests for us as our highest evolutionary progression would be you know the next step would be simply we would be sitting you know in a deep trance med meditation trance going inwards and really creating our our own universe and world and bubble from the inside out and uh, it's like, yeah, you know, that's kind of what I'm hearing you express in, in your, um, you know, recognition of the role of the external world, uh, particularly with the recognition and acknowledgement of these sacred, sacred sites um, all scattered all across the world and the role that it plays in our subconscious, which I believe is always um, presenting an opportunity just from my observations of nature for because I'm big uh passionate studier of like permaculture and syntropic agroforestry and i just love being outdoors and being immersed in nature and just just observing nature in my short life it's always shown that you know it has these beautiful cyclical patterns um, and that it, these patterns are always serving a function with purpose to in my observation you know help me realize the parts the, the subconscious parts difficult <laughs> It's, it's, it's horrible and yeah. uh, like i was having a conversation this weekend with some traditional elders locally um and they were talking about ceremony and it's like ceremony is not necessarily something that's like yeah let's go and have a ceremony and go and play in the park it was like this means business you know this means real serious like deep inner like exploration of 
integrating those shadow aspects of ourselves and really facing the, the hard truths of what's going on. And, you know, that's something you were speaking to earlier about the, the state of the world right now. This is a really confronting truth that we've got to face. There's some of this horrific evil that's, you know, at play right now and, and really comprehend that in ourselves and, and transform the deep sense of betrayal that we've confused ourselves. We've, we've been, we've trusted someone so much and find out that later they have, you know, that they, they were fucking us over and stabbing us in the back. And that's yep. a fucking hard truth to, to realize that I chose to go down that path and trust, put all my faith in that and suddenly be, that's actually doing the opposite of what I was led to believe. That's a hard, hard, you know, realization to come to. And um, that requires, and it's often some people, maybe it's not, it's not their timeline to do, have the, the, the um, you know, the, the guts and the energy to be able to transform the, the depths of that feeling of emotion inside of themselves and um, come out the other side alive. And um, that's, that's not for everyone to, to choose that path. And it is an easier option to say, nah, I'll just look at that another day. <laughs> like, I just want to just go and live in the rainbows and butterflies space. You know, that, that seems like more fun. It's like, hang on. Well, that's like, you know, there's, that's a massive bypass right there. You know, not eventually that's going to have to come to the surface and it's probably going to come in twice the amount of energy than it was if you just dealt with it in the initial stages. Um, but I guess what I, what I really start to realize in the recognizing the, the role of the sacred sites is that they have, you know, profound purpose. And, and like you said, we're just starting really to, to connect these nodes. And I really love the way that you're articulating it and recognizing that even like your voice in this moment is such a, a, a powerful one and the ability to be able to just articulate and connect the dots for people and seeing that you know even in our lifespan is like wow if we live to 100 like that's we've had a great life you know 100 years on this planet what we can have a build a legacy and you know we could do all these things and like you're talking 20 12,000 you know years ago that's like you know maybe even longer that human human race has been living on this planet we don't we can't even comprehend how long this way longer i've done uh, yeah, who who know who really knows? Like billions, millions of years, perhaps. And our our timeline on this earth is just a blimp. But yet, at the same time, we can we can flick a switch and shift things in a moment. You know, we can change our state from that good and bad or evil, and you know, totally go through a process of transformation where we're on one path, and then we we shift that betrayal and we transform that energy in the emotion. Yeah, so 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 I agree. So let's take those excellent points one step higher resolution because I think a lot of people are are, are perhaps aware of what you're saying. They're, they're they're interested. They're aware. Like, yeah, I get it. I want to create my reality. Mm. And then like, well, how do you do that? I, thought, I just think about the Ferrari and I get one. You know, it's one thing to know that gravity exists. It's quite another to build like a Boeing seven four seven or a, or a rocket or something. You know. Like you can, and and the, and the principle of gravity, you you got to know, but the, the devil's in the details, right? Yeah. Same with this thing. Um, so, I, I think like you mentioned, what one of the you were expressing really good earlier, like maybe ten minutes earlier, like this idea of like. 
feel that connectedness and that energy and and you know you were talking about that and i was like oh yeah he gets it he really begins where where your egoic awareness stops looking to the manifested world alone for solutions and instead starts to look in the inner planes and saying well what is that how does that go what are the rules here what's it made of and then starts mapping it out and that's that's when spirituality begins and then it's a big journey it's like that picture Like you've all seen it. It's that one where, where like there's that sphere and, and there's all the stars and stuff and there's the shepherd looking out and there's all these like cogs and stuff. You know, the one, yeah, you know, yeah. that famous, it's like an alchemical one, but that's what, that's what it is. It's the, the transition between like Malkuth to, to, to yes odd, you know, to, to use the Kabbalistic as when you start to look into the inner planes. So, so then, then, then what were you saying just before? Because there was a point I wanted to make, and I've, I've lost myself because I've segued too many times. What, what was the pre? What were you saying just before? Um, I think I can't remember. We were talking about the inner and outer world and how, how to use this stuff. Well, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's the point I wanted to make. So the point I wanted to make is this: like when you're a materialist, right? Which is fine. The manifested world is fine. There's nothing wrong with it, right? But you, but you have to look at causality. You have to look at the physics and the chemistry and the to work out how things go and that's fine do that it's brilliant right but when you start to look into the inner planes you have to take account of synchronicity too which is a, which is a competitor to causality mm-hmm. like you, you you speak to materialist reductionist people for a million years it doesn't matter and you ask them to explain how the placebo effect works they will never ever 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 find the solution to it because they're looking in the wrong freaking place like 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 how is it that an idea of i don't know steroids or something or idea of like flu medicine or the idea of like you've taken an injection of flu manifest this massive complex cluster of things that could be the the bodybuilding and the change of facial structure of taking placebo steroids or, or or the cluster of things that changes when you take placebo flu medication or the flu like think of trying to explain think about like trying to explain how that works like from a materialist perspective it just it, it's too complex right 100%. yeah yeah so you, you'll never find a solution to it you never will but what but spiritually it, it makes every bit of sense like there's this competitor to, to causality called synchronicity mm-hmm. and what you've done is you've you've arranged something in the inner planes with enough energy so that like this idea of say like steroids and bodybuilding and stuff like comes through and then it arranges itself not causally but synchronistically into the manifested world and that's how you got your extra stone of muscle that month from placebo steroids because it, it was not causal it was synchronistic and then and then and then that oh, then that's a pretty important part in the, in the spiritual paradigm because then you're like all right i causality works that's fine that's cool but I should also take account of synchronicity. And then, and then the question is, well, how does that work? How do you do it? How do I manifest a Ferrari? (laughs) (laughs) It was just a fine question. And and this is another thing, like, like, um, people denigrate the manifested world too much. I think they think it's, it's not good to manifest Ferraris or it's not good to manifest big houses and stuff like that. And I actually think like, well, do it just get really good at it and do it to noble ends you know like there's, there's nothing wrong in, to to bring heaven to earth as long as you're oriented to noble ends yeah 100 percent. yeah and uh, i really loved your your examples of synchronicities and another one that people might have you know to recognize their 
our innate powers is, is there's those moments when you know you start thinking about someone and they come into your mind and you think oh yeah you know they're so and so and then you pick up your phone and the next minute they're, they're the ones fucking ringing you it's like oh my god mate how did you know i was just thinking of you and it's like well then we've got to recognize there's more happening in the field that we're you know was that just the synchronicity or did you know were there other uh, fields that they were tapping into or we were tapping i was tapping into that that is out there that it were communicating on different levels outside of our you know perceived voice or you know technology that's well in the planes yeah so so i i, I take it a step further we don't merely have to recognize it i think most people listening to this have already recognized it mm. and we've already validated it now the, the challenge is we've got to learn how we've got to become skillful at it and we've got to use it rather than just say oh that was a synchronicity oh there was a poltergeist and oh there's a temple like fucking use the things don't just wander at them use it you know yeah that's a really good point i love that and um practicing you know honing the skills and really practicing 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 and we can do that daily it's just the choice to have and discipline ultimately for us to tap into that um you know special gifts that we're, we've been granted that we've been gifted with um yeah no that's good what would you say your um unique gift is Huh. Well, uh, I mean, fully acknowledging that I'm a deeply flawed individual and I have many, many liabilities I've brought in with me this life. <laughs> As we all uh, you are. <laughs> yeah, we all do that. Like, yeah. Um, I could always see things further than most people and, and then be able to explain them really well. Like, you know, like I had that coming into this life. So I could, I could kind of see how things worked and I could see through things further than quicker than most other people could yeah. just based on this conversation mate I 100% agree with you <laughs> well, what, what's your unique uh, strength this is I mean just to elaborate on that this is not like these are the conversations that I absolutely love and cherish and not a conversation that I can have with every single person in my life you know um and oh, they're uh, yeah fairly rare yeah i will admit and and I, that's what i love about you know your gifts is that you have the ability not just to see it but express it like you said and um yeah it's but good. it's more than that man because like like few people get the spiritual stuff anyway and then once you know it like few people can articulate it mm. and then like again i'm very flawed and i've got plenty of evil in me right but i'm i'm as God is my witness, I'm trying to tell the truth and I'm trying to be good and I'm trying to ennoble my character, flawed as I am. Many people down here are not doing that. Yeah. So you get people that like actually know a bit of this stuff, which is rare anyway, but they're fucking wankers, you know? Yeah. And it's like, like, like they want to get you into some multi-level marketing scheme or like lean on you so they can sort their daddy issues out or some shit like that. And believe me, man, that's so fucking common. And and what I'm appreciating from this conversation is, well, there's someone that's authentically interested in spiritual things here, gets it. And as far as I can tell, he's got a lot of good in him and he's trying to, he's trying to just enjoy the, the spiritual conversation, you know, trying to work it out. And, and that's rare. It, it's so rare, actually. Definitely just trying to work it out, man. I got, like, like you said before, I got a lot of that you know, pathway looking forward into the future with, you know, a lot of unknowns and a lot of gray areas, but that's, yeah. that's probably one thing I would say is my gift actually. And I, and I, I feel like I really wish I had the um, skills to be able to hone it more, but it just happens very kind of um, randomly for me. 
And I often get these drop-ins sometimes, you know, three months, six months, five years, like of what, like a moment and it will just drop in for me and I'll see it. I'll see it very clearly. Like, and it'll be something that will be happening in the future. And then somehow it will actually, it will come where I won't even think about it again. I won't even talk about it. And the moment it will arise and I'll go, Oh, I remember this moment. I, I had that vision, you know, that many that that long ago or whenever it was and and then what as i as i that happened a lot for me when i was younger and as an adult there'll be times when um what i would do is i would share that i was like oh i just had this vision that this thing would happen and i would tell someone um just out of like because i'm at the point of realizing it i'm like is this actually really happening or like how do i quantify this or really understand it so i would tell someone and then it would happen and we go hey remember when i told you about that thing happening and it wasn't like, I wish I had uh, more, and I'm sure I, there's going to be ways to be able to practice this for myself, but it seems to be more, um, yeah, kind of just drop in sporadically without really being like, oh, I'm going to sit down and, you know, see the future kind of um, thing. But even... So when, when you see them, like, what's it like? Like, are you asleep when they're happening? Or are you awake when they're happening? And what's it, what's it like getting one um, of these drop-ins? Yeah, both. Even when I'm awake, for example it's not, it's not like I'm sitting there with my eyes closed and then something happens, I can see something, but it's just, it's more of a, it's, it's visual, but it's also more of a, like, I just, I I get a sense that this is where I'm going to, going to be. And this is how, like, what's going to be happening and unfolding and how it's going to be feeling, even with like pre COVID and all this kind of stuff. Like I had an intuitive feeling and vision of that. It's, something's not quite right in a sense like even as it was unfolding i was actually um to tell you a quick story in sumatra in indonesia to visit the orangutans and i was going up i was um helping a good friend of mine film he was doing like a yoga retreat and i was going along with them and i got there early and i was i was in i was already in sumatra and um it was great. I was getting everyone was arriving and running. And the next thing, you know, just, and prior to this, I'd actually been in the Philippines. I'm really fortunate to witness a friend's marriage in the Philippines. And um, they were already wearing masks and testing everyone's temperature engaging. And it was all a bit like, I was like, Oh, what's going on? I have no idea. But because they're so close to China and the relations, they had already just followed the footsteps of China straight away. And um, by the time I got to Indonesia, it was all chill and relaxed. I had no idea. And then suddenly I got the phone call and they said, hey, travel ban in Australia. No one can leave, come and go. We're cancelling the retreat. And I was, looked into it. And I thought, what the fuck's going on? I was like, no, nah, don't worry. It's it's not going to last. You'll be fine. Get everyone out here. I'm already here, you know, like, and and um, anyway, next thing, no one's coming i'm there on my own and um got to make the decision do i stay do i go back what's going on and you know initially i felt the i because i ended up choosing to go back to australia eventually i went home didn't really quite, quite comprehend the the scope of what's actually unraveling here but there was a sense and in, in something inside of me that was like this is a little bit odd like something doesn't feel quite right and uh, i even felt um a little bit of guilt and i'm like well i've just been in uh you know traveling and it's trying to like i felt guilty that i'm gonna go back home should i be in lockdown what should i be doing like do I, am i contagious or like what the fuck like it really started um 
playing with my emotions and my fears in a really big they turned the screw on that didn't they 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 wanted you to feel guilty and the rest of it time man i felt i felt it all and and eventually i started to realize holy fuck like once i started um really discovering what's happening um you know really and and that that was i was fortunate and blessed that you know in the early stages i had kind of clicked onto it quite quickly and you know most of my closest loved ones are people that are in my immediate um, environment i've also aware that this is this is pretty fucking um insidious dark and evil kind of agenda and plan that's been you know, I've always been against, you know, the whole vaccine thing growing up. And I never really wanted to believe that it was done by design, you know, but this just really showed the true cards of what was what was happening. And um, that really, it really upset me. And, and it also ignited a bit of a fire in me and a bit of a passion and it in a healthy way was expressed, you know, because it was, um, really started to open my voice and, and talk about it and have conversations and start to realize, well, actually, I got a lot I need to listen, actually, listen to. And, and um, the more that I listened to the diverse range of voices, I started to, you know, put the pieces together and realize that, uh, you know, what things are really, um, things are really changing in this world. And yeah, I guess like what, what, I, what I admire about your work that you do in the world, particularly around the, the counseling and helping people, who have perhaps made been coerced you know i wouldn't even say they made that decision themselves they've been forced into doing something against their will out of you know um loss of a job or whatever the coercion was that they couldn't go to school or they couldn't fly or they couldn't travel whatever it was that that made them choose that decision and um, being there to help them overcome that deep sense of self-betrayal because that's the, the realization that i had i had been betraying myself so much how could i do how could i be so fucking stupid to do that you know and to actually come to grips with that realization is a big thing to overcome for people particularly when it means life or death you know and and yeah. that's what we're that's what we're really seeing right now is um th that was the play you know that you were talking about psychologically is the ultimate fear for human species is oh we're gonna we're we're immortal and we're gonna die one day which the spiritual quest um presents an alternative uh viewpoint on that which is a beautiful kind of it's that linchpin like smack in the face to make us realize what is it who are we really you know to start asking those deeper questions and what are we actually capable of and you know it's cool and in our environment the, these um you know these megalithic structures that have stood the test of time have always been there you know are also helping us to realize what our potential and power really is as well and um, well they are maybe but, but what i want to underline something i think i can bring to the conversation is like just the practicality of that so it's not just like oh yeah our ancient ancestors sent us this message through those temples that like hopefully what i've done in this conversation is well, given you a bit more nuance it's like well it's this 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 go there do this do this do this and we've got more to discover but i've at least given people a layer or two extra this is what they're for this is what they do this is how you work with them and one more thing by the way on that the, the, the energy is teaching so if you if you spend a lot of time in these places like not only is there like a like a an inflation of the balloon kind of, of the psyche rather like microdosing or um 
I don't know, like doing NoFap or something like it's different to that, but it, it but it's similar. Like there's, there's an energy that comes into you that ex, it, is, it, it is, is an expansion, but th there's an education there too. Uh, so, so, so that you go, to, you go pilgrimage at these places enough. And, and it's, that's not the only spiritual path. Like you could go to South America and work with sacred medicines and that legitimately will, will do tons of everything, I, I guess. Or you could be like a Christian mystic or something and you could, you could follow that thing and that could get you everything you want, you know, or you could, or, or, or 50 other different ones, right? Like, or, or you can mix with them because it's the age of Aquarius. I say mix it up a bit. Um, <laughs> because you know work with the energies and it's just interesting like i'm interested in sacred medicines and stuff and i'm interested but the point i want to make is if you go pilgrimage at these sites and start to grapple with it and, and do your own research and stuff in the way that i'm suggesting that's a meaningful tangible practical practice that you can practically do to to, to further your aim of like gr growing spiritually okay yeah absolutely man and i'd love for you to elaborate more on you know what that offering is and and like how it works with the counseling with people and you know what's the common like thread when you work with people what what are they what are they faced with what are the, some of the challenges and like how do they overcome it and um you know particularly with people who are realizing now you know and and this is what's fucked up is that they're trying to normalize you know myocarditis and um all of these heart palpitations and all these athletes dropping dead it's like oh yeah no that's that happens all the time you know it's okay it's just a sudden death you know that's like what it's, it's always happened that it's like <laughs> yeah it's like oh my this is fucking gnarly but yeah how do you how do you how do you what's a like a normal kind of conversation like that how does that go down well i mean we, we were talking about this off camera but uh bef before we started the show like so so there's now a whole bunch of people right that are now waking up to the abuse and that's one of the interesting things that's happening in like feb january february of 2023 right the normies are getting it now they're starting to truly mm -hmm. and, and and so like you know there might be someone that like took the injection and now has myocarditis and realizes they're probably not going to live more than four or five years you know like there's a decent chance they won't see five years through or let's just say that you encouraged everyone and cheerleaded and bullied people into doing it. And you probably got nudged 10, 20, 30, 50, a hundred, a thousand people into doing it. Maybe you took some money from the deep state and you use your Instagram account of half a million people to encourage people to take injections and goodness knows how many people would have done that. You know, um, that's quite, and, that, and now you realize it's like, oh shit, it's a bioweapon. Like, and, and goodness knows how much destruction I've done. What about that fear, that rapey feeling of like, of like thinking you, you let them put something in your body, you were fucking tricked. All right. You know, you, you slipped up, you made a mistake and you're going to make amends for it now, but there's that horrible feeling of violation that you have to deal with the discovery of evil itself. You discover most people actually don't know this thing. They don't, that, that there is such a thing as evil and it's an archetypal force. And that there is such a thing as like narcissism, psychopathy, all that kind of stuff. And they really want to hurt you. And the only reason they're not hurting you right now is they're not quite powerful enough to do it, but they will. They really, and they really want to, they're really invested in it. All the existence of a satanic cabal and, and the hidden history, all plus 50 other freaking things. So, so like in the early days of this thing, right? Like we, we were doing our best to warn people, perhaps going on the protests, putting information out, waking people up. It's got its own momentum. I think the normies are going to start taking that over. Like, 
like, and it's like, right, what can you do now as this, as this thing evolves? And I thought, well, we're going to need a whole new, I don't want to use this word, but I don't know what the better word is, like expert class. Although I don't. <laughs> There's a whole new definition for expert these days. <laughs> but, yeah, but I don't know what the better word is. Oh, class of people that actually know fucking right? But, but in, in all these different, like, you got to be like a, a good therapist. you got to be a good, you know the conspiracies. you got to know a bit about the spirituality. you got to know a bit about the biology. There's so many things you got to know in order to help someone that's just worked this stuff out this month, realizes they're about to die, realizes they've been violated, realize that they betrayed the trust of other people with a terrible idea, realize that when Nazi Germany came along again, they were not the people that saved the Jews. They were the ones that put the Jews into the gas chambers, mm. you, you know, like, and grasped up your neighbor and, and, and went along with the Nazi menace. Like there's a lot of people that have to come to terms with the idea that when tyranny knocked on their door, they identified with it and became it rather mm. than what they thought they'd be, which is like one of the brave Marines that like liberated the concentration camps. Then you were the one clapping and going along with it which is fine like as i say I'm, I'm not pure there's plenty of evil in me there's plenty of dumb shit that i continue to do that i have to fucking work with that's causing untold destruction to myself and other people truly like but you know if, if you're new to this and you know discovering that actually you really were the concentration camp guard in this story and and you know like that that's got to be fucking hard man so, so what I've got is this service, like vaccine regret counseling. So if, if, if you're new to this stuff and you got some regret with this thing, like, like I'm one of the few people on the planet that can help people with all that stuff. Because like I say, you need all those different skill sets to even begin to be able to have a conversation with someone that's just waking up to this stuff. And I feel like that going forward, that's a good chunk of what I, I can bring to this equa equation now that the war is is a few years in you know so 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 if you want to know more about that check out my website richardharriscoaching.com i do life coaching stuff there as well but if if you, you listening to this or you know someone that's kind of struggling with this then there's some vaccine there there is some vaccine regret counseling available for people who um are dealing with these terrifyingly weighty issues hmm. Yeah, just to repeat that as well, it's richardharriscoaching.com. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll put the link or something. Yeah, we'll put the link in for sure. It'll be in the description, but highly recommend to um, go and check that out, guys, because this is real, this is real life stuff, you know, and this is happening, unfolding in our in our time as we're alive on this planet. And it's happening quite thick and quite fast. Um, you know, more than so much more than you would have many of us would have expected and a great resource for that is on youtube dr john campbell go and just um have a little have a little watch of a few of his videos um who's a he's a great man who shares primarily or only evidential statistic data um based on the last um five to ten years that's presented by the government um hospital organizations and so forth and his journey as well is quite unique in um realizing the data as he's gone on from the, the beginning i remember um <clears throat> he was on one side of the fence and then after uncovering the data for himself and sharing that with the youtube world he's 
risen to YouTube fame <laughs> over the last couple of years. And uh, he's also jumped on the other side of the fence in uh, realizing the truth of what's actually going on. Um, Shay, how do you, how do you see the next year going? Like, because we're in a whole new phase of this thing now. What what are your predictions for twenty twenty three? I love this question, and <laughs> that it's only a year out. You know, um, yeah. I definitely sense my just awareness of the conflict that's rising in geopolitical level which is heightened by you know a sense of scarcity around um a changing world order in terms of you know in the past hundred years it's really been the u.s empire u.s dollar as the primary um means of exchange based on the petrodollar that you know um after this was a big key factor when the US pulled out of Afghanistan. They um, left it in a horrible mess. And um, the Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabian prince, who was in a great agreement with the United States as an exchange for, for petrol or, or oil um, for the US dollar in exchange for security and military base, really had a bit of a... Um, and this is a very broad stroke on the, the whole agreement. But essentially, they decided to have an agreement with Russia over, um, you know, protection because of the state that they left Afghanistan in was horrific. And um, that's when 2019 sanctions were quickly imposed on the Russian, um, you know, government and people. And so when they start pegging the ruble their currency to gold again as it once was you know it's one of the rare precious metals on the earth that people seem to want to cling to um you know in our day and age so fast track that to today with conflict china's massive conflict with taiwan um you know generally even the way that i look at it is any conflict even on a micro level with our partners or relationships one of the key factors that generally comes up is, you know, like financial um, scarcity, illusion of scarcity of finances and becomes a bit of a tension point. And, um, you know, e e even on a, um, you know, geopolitical level or, or a nation level, that too becomes the sticky point where people start, you know, funding wars essentially, which rapidly change the, um, the well-being of the people in the planet as it can don't you don't you think that the banking scam is right near close to the foundation of all this crooked shit that's going on on the planet 100 percent, absolutely absolutely yeah. and that seems to be becoming um very relevant in real form for even the you know normies as you call them regular people realizing well it's not hard to one, just follow the money, and then two, realize the money's pretty much printed out of thin air. <laughs> we've been in, we've been working all our lives, not you know, like, and suddenly the the rate of inflation goes so up that all that time and energy that was put into you know our savings and retirement, you know, we've got to go back to work. Like, holy fuck, that's a tough realization. No, oh, mate, like fiat currency, right? If you, if you made a fiat currency now and it was like released as a crypto and then everyone's like, all right, let's compare this one. What have we got here for this new sort of fiat currency? Hidden dev team, <laughs> massive pre-mine that's given to who knows what, completely opaque, massively centralized, no supply cap, 
uh, variable supply cap that they can change uh, willy nilly. Like, uh, and and the, the dev team can shut down your account whenever you like and like shut you out of the system. Like that is the worst shit coin. Like I would rather trade with Shiba Inu or something, you know, like, like a dog meme coin. Literally, economically, it's better to use Dogecoin by miles than it is with a shit coin like that. <laughs> love that analogy. Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. I love that. It's, and it's true, man. It's really true. And that's the the concerning, this concerning part about the next year, as you asked, you know, that seems that the road's going to be probably a little rockier than, you know, the last couple of years, as rocky as they've been for a lot of people. It seems like the majority is people are just trying to like crack on with their lives and just try and forget about that. But what just happened you know just just try and like have some sense of like <laughs> things are okay and uh i'm gonna let them forget <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Uh, but I, I yeah i think there's gonna be a lot more to come i i don't i, I don't want to like um i don't want to bring it into being but at the same time people know the system's fucked and it's not yeah. actually benefiting and serving the people and so what does it look like to have a graceful transition into a new system? That's like the question I want to ask, like, what does it require for us to, to have um, stability and certainty within ourselves to know that we've got the skills, we've got the capacity, we've got the energy, we've got the um, ability to create uh, a world that is, you know, more in alignment with what's actually, what we're actually really here for. And well, like Go ahead. Sorry to cut in, but I believe I have the answer to that question. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So, 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 um, basically, if you want to go out of a slavery world into a world of freedom, you have to have the underlying psycho spiritual substructure of freedom. I don't even think you need a majority. I just think you need a dedicated minority. And, and once that's enough people that are sophisticated enough on that level, you, you will have it in the manifested world. If you have too many people that are behaving like slaves in the inner planes, it is psycho spiritually inevitable you will manifest a tyrant and you will be abused by it and if enough people are, are like that then you, you get a cabal on the planet mm. so 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 this what i want to emphasize here shay is, is is it's um this this is upstream from the economics from the social from the political for, from even the clever psychological stuff that these clans are up to that's all downstream from what i'm describing here and that's the psycho spiritual principles of freedom so if you want to be a, you're already awake you're already doing it you're already doing the work great you're already prepared that's very noble and you know we, we, should, we want to celebrate and encourage that right but you want to but now you're challenged to go further and and and, and what you want to do is be as freedom on, on the on a very deep part of your psyche and the way you do that is you is you ennoble yourself you can learn some really cool stuff like astral projection and all this kind of thing and go on shamanic. I recommend that. It's so fun and, and, and helpful. But in many ways, a much more superior spiritual maneuver that you can do, and I'm careful with my words there, superior, and it has more of an impact, it, it is to ennoble yourself. Every day to ask yourself, what can I do to be a more noble character? How can I be more truthful? How can I be more courageous? How can I be more loving? How can my boundaries be put in place better? How can I be more terrifyingly powerful and release the Kraken in an effective way when it's the right time to do it and not do it in the wrong way in service to a higher good? What is this higher good? How do I connect with it more? Stuff like that. And, and, and if you behave in that noble way, then, then, then in this very 
tangible, real way, you're contributing to the freedom movement. Mm. Because in, if you have a population of enough people that behave like that, then censorship, authoritarianism, coercion, narcissism, bullshit stuff like that, that like is this sort of like, you know, multi-vector scheme of evil, it won't pass through you. Like if, if everyone in a town, it's just like, just you got one town and everyone is just fully, fully noble. You know, they're like living like the good version of the medieval like Knights Templar, right? They're just, they're just on it. And they're really serious about their spiritual development. And then some little government cretin knocks on the door and says, yeah, you gotta wear a mask. They'll just be like, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the, we're gonna censor you. That's wrong. I won't have that. You know, or uh, we're gonna knock on your door and drag you out. We'll kill you. You know, like, 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 like you can imagine that good version of the Knights Templar saying that because, because it's a, a spiritual sophistication that comes from the ennoblement of the character. And I'm talking about how that you can see that play out on the manifested world. There's all sorts of really cool stuff that happens spiritually if you do that. So, so, so I know that on the deepest level, I'm able to grapple with this. And there are deeper levels than that, um, that I don't understand is, is, is to ennoble the character. And if enough of us can do that, we will have freedom. If not enough of us do that, and I think we will get it, by the way, it's just a question of how much chaos and how much destruction comes in. Yeah. But, but if not enough of us have that, it doesn't matter what you do with the economy, with the social, with your clever fucking schemes. The enemy will scheme better than you. You're never going to beat them. You have to I, build that um, noble, psycho-spiritual structure of goodness. And with it comes the freedom. And, and if you don't have that, you won't have the freedom. If you have it, no matter what, you'll have the freedom. That's how it works. I love it. I think you're definitely um, onto it, man. It's the truth. It is the truth. 100% man. And why, why are you waiting for the normies to, 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 to work it out? That's something you can be doing. You know, how can I be a little more noble? You know? 100%. Totally agree with you, man. And I've loved this conversation. It's been uh, better than I anticipated. And uh, mate, I really appreciate your time. Hey, and you know, I, I hope we can have this conversation again because, as we said at the beginning, this is th these conversations are quite rare and hard to come by. Um, and I know, obviously, really grateful that you've. It's a Monday morning now for you. It's now Monday evening for me. And um, yeah, like guys if you're listening into this and you're loving it um i highly recommend going and checking this man and listening to some of his work um you got a youtube channel right uh richard no, delete that fucking thing delete, I, I thought so because when i was going through your website i actually clicked on you um everything's been deleted right I have, I have a youtube button on my website because i haven't worked out how to take the thing off but it goes to yeah, yeah. i don't know where it goes like where my youtube channel used to be well yeah no i'm on odyssey so I'm easy to find on Odyssey. Like if you type in Richard Harris coaching on there, I'll be easy to find. I have a live stream every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. UK time, but it's recorded. So you can, you can watch it. And I do interviews like this on there. And, and uh, yeah, um, but I'm not on YouTube because like, I, 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 I wonder what you think about this, Shay, because I think, I think there's a, you need people that are like on these mainstream platforms, like saying this stuff getting censored saying it but only saying it 30 percent and not going the full way right mm. but i hate that mm. i just think well if it's if they're censoring and they're doing all that stuff and you know they're a part of the cabal what the fuck are you even doing with them walk away and, and go <laughs> do, do the good one 
which is the way my temperament leans into this thing. So my stuff's on Odyssey because I'm at liberty to say whatever I want there. And I, I know the people that do it and I think they're really cool. And I think the technology behind it's really cool. Yeah, no, definitely. That's good. It's a tricky one. It is. And I think everyone's going to have a different um, choice around their, their decision on what they do. And everyone's going to, everyone's going to play a role in that, you know, um, so. transition. even, even the likes of Russell Brand, you know, someone who's got 6 million YouTube followers, primarily everyone's watching on YouTube, you know, he's, he's, doing very diligent work it's not just like he's saying it once hey guys i'm going over to another platform he's saying it again and again and again and again because he has to because unfortunately like it takes a lot for <laughs> a lot of patterning and rewiring and you're just like remembering and hearing it and reminding and constantly you know before it's like oh yeah maybe i got to go and do it on the other one to get it to get the full version <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's a good message and yeah like i i validate that absolutely mm. yeah bro so thanks so much again for your time man i'm gonna go and enjoy my dinner and um mate i hope we can do this again sometime soon i'd like that yeah yeah well maybe maybe in six months or something like that if, if you're up for that absolutely brother appreciate it man yeah i had a really good time shay so thank you for um you know having a great conversation and sharing the time like this like i, I really enjoyed uh, our chat so thank you Absolutely, man. No problem at all. See you next time. You will.